need to do is get like some sort of clip or something loaded up that we can use it as an intro because uh, we have that now like on the soundboard. You can oh, since we're paying that. for the fucking premium for this now? Yeah. We should really utilize it, you know, add a little bit of extra frill in for the listeners. Yeah, do a, get a sound effect going right now. Oh, yeah. Maybe ballpark. <laughs> and that, and that, as our as our listeners know, is the uh, intro chime for these people are sick. Yes. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, fucking, I got a lot. I don't know what it was, but something animated me this week to just like write write out quite a lot of topics so i think i see that probably yeah yeah so 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 as as is tradition we'll probably get to like a third of them yeah um but dude honestly man i was thinking about it and like i don't know did we ever get to the um the um the tranny school shooter no i don't even think that we talked about that yeah i mean I don't, you know, it's like fucking who cares, right? Or I mean, not not who cares. I, mean, I but care, like, but I just feel like everyone else has talked about it enough. You know what I mean? Yeah, and I don't even mean who cares. I just mean like, I just mean like, it's not exactly a topic I'm like tripping over myself to talk about. Yeah, you know. Yeah, but I mean, I've um, not even I've not heard it from a single type of source about it. Like I haven't read an article about it or seen a news. I've only heard about it from just like passerbys or podcast mm-hmm. or whatever I listen to. So. Um, I was pretty out of the loop on it in general, so I didn't feel like I had a lot to offer on it other than my general stance on like those types of events anyways. Oh yeah. Well, my, this wasn't me introing that, but just to say basically that, you know, I feel like with, with all these topics and everything, I'm sure I had it outlined one time and we just didn't get to it. And I feel oh, like yeah. I got to carry these over. Cause then it's like, we never even talked about that. And that was yeah. kind of a big deal. Um, we'll have an endless list of just like rollover. It'll be like a fucking Walgreens receipt. Yeah, we're gonna constantly. I mean, we're just gonna perpetually be in catch up with with stuff. But that's but that's the nice thing of the fact that we just eat our cake and have it too. With the fact that we're like a current events podcast mm-hmm. that's not a current events podcast. It's right. just whatever we are in the mood for. So, um, yeah, yeah but what current, I- <laughs> sometimes recurring. <laughs> yeah, exa- exactly, exactly. We're, we're flip flopping. But the thing that I do want to fucking talk about, which you know all of nothing about, mm. is this Pentagon leaker. Yeah, so um, I'm going to be honest with you. The first time I heard about it was when you texted me about it uh, as a potential topic. So I don't know what's going on with that even remotely. Yeah, so again, like I said, not a current events podcast, as you can tell. <laughs> uh, no, so I mean, dude, so I'm not going to say his name for two reasons. The first and probably most important say being, her name, bro. <laughs> being that I don't I don't I already did my research and I don't want to do it again mm-hmm. and I forgot to write this person's name down. And second, I'll just I'll just, you know, whatever, right? Like I don't want to put this person's name out there any further, right? right? I mean, it doesn't matter. This person's this person's life is completely destroyed at this at this point. Um and like their name's going to be everywhere anyways, but it's not worth me Googling, but in any case, um, we got, we got, uh, basically somebody that worked at the Pentagon, um, was, uh, you know, leaked, uh, a bunch of documents. Um, I guess it was images in the Pentagon at their workplace that included documents and just kind of haphazardly taking, 
you know, pictures of like papers on desks and mm, shit like okay. that uh, on like on like a Discord server, on like a gaming Discord server with like a bunch of of like kids and 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 shit. Wait, so he just took those pictures and sent them in himself on the Discord server, or it was like hacked or something? Or uh, no, no, yeah, he posted them on there himself. So that's a okay. good question. So, and this is kind of the funny thing about it, and this is this is one of the aspects that I love about this story is at least insofar as I'm aware, this guy basically just posted them online. Like, I mean, first of all, he's like disillusioned by like with, you know, the state of the the government and and all that stuff, obviously. As one is. Right. Um, You know, basically par for the course. Uh, But also um, basically just like for clout um is 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 kind of the impression that i've gotten from people is this this kid basically posted it just to be like i work at the pentagon this is my actual proof like oh, look at that okay, guys okay, yeah which is wild yeah, like one of those day um, in the life like fucking like people on tiktok or something like they're like this is me going to my hr job where i'm going downtown and da 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 but instead the it's world him that- trying to flex being at the pentagon yeah, 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 no, 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 exactly. He's like, he's like posting uh, one of these like TikTok videos of him like getting green juice yeah. and, like, and like writing a gratitude list uh, and then doing five minutes of work yeah. on like how to uh, how to like drone strike weddings. Um, <laughs> no, but um, I, I love this because it's like we're living in a fucking postmodern novel now, yeah. right? Like it's not, this is like a Coen Brothers movie. This is Burn After Reading. It's not like, it's not like this is someone trying to challenge the state in any meaningful way. This is just like a guy getting clout with like a fucking Minecraft server, basically, <laughs> right? So, um, so he posted this. So, um, the, are the, so are the documents that are in the photos? Are they like the main focus of the photos, or are they just like he's like taking a selfie, like look at me here, and then in the corner you can see that there's like documents that say you know we killed x person or whatever so i only saw a couple of the pictures there's probably a decent amount of them um but it basically just kind of looked like like pictures of a of like the top of a desk Mm. with papers on it okay you know so so not not exactly the photography of like somebody who was a fucking you know foreign spy right um (laughs) but you know like Honestly, it it's to the extent where, like, when when people say like he was just basically getting clout on this Discord server, I like believe it um, because you can basically it's a just gaming server. Uh, I think I I think it basic it's ostensibly a gaming server. It was it's I mean you know you know how it is like with, yeah. with FedCord and everything. It's just like it's just people just are hanging out on. Yeah, this. you get in there and then it just kind of spirals into being just a hangout spot rather than like a video game chat room or whatever. Yeah, totally. And so like, uh, <coughs> so um, talk up, bro. Yeah, bro. <laughs> Um, which he won't be doing in prison. So, oh lord, <laughs> uh, yeah. I mean, this guy. So they caught this guy. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. So, okay. Well, so this is this is one of the craziest parts of the story. There's two things about this story that are fucking mind blowing to me. Okay, mind blowing. All right. Um, so obviously these things are super classified, right? So mm-hmm. posting them not a good idea, right? Um. Okay. Uh, the media just absolutely puts their like apparatus of the state hats on 
and just gets bloodthirsty for this kid. The New York Times publishes this kid's fucking information before law enforcement does. Oh, wow. Like they they put it out to the public. They like they like you know they like kick up the manhunt, right? Um, which what is were the in documents s- about Ukraine. Oh, okay. Well, that explains it then. And that gets into the other absolutely insane aspect of this, right? Um, and I'll and I'll and I'll preface this like all tried and true alpha male uh, quasi political podcasters by saying this is something I heard, right? So you know, fuck your fact check. Um, these these documents seem to confirm that there are just straight up. Uh, American soldiers like formally stationed in Ukraine right now without the public knowing. Mm, I mean, I believe that a hundred percent. I just would assume that off bat, like off rib. See, I would not have assumed that. I would not have assumed that because like as much as the government can lie about anything and everything, and it's safe to assume they are the very, this is the power of nuclear weapons, right? Like, you know, credit where credit's due, right? Like, the the threat the threat of mutually assured destruction is like a fucking credible one mm-hmm. and like that genuinely does enforce behavior on governments definitely right and so and so i really i really thought that the you know that wasn't going to be the case um i mean dude we've but, been fucking doing poking at them with proxies for fucking decades now and it's, it's the same thing essentially and like i'm sure they don't have people over there under like you like flying the u.s flag on their uniform probably but they probably have covert like people stationed over there um or entire units stationed over there but i doubt they're like advertising the u.s military presence hence this being a leak you know totally totally um so yeah man i mean that that fucking freaks me out yeah yeah, that's Um, fucked dude they've been i mean i think i think over here generally it's been quiet about the ukraine and russia thing because like people are just like it's over there. It doesn't have much to do with me. People are tired of hearing about it because, like, you know, what are we going to do about it? And, like, how am I supposed to believe what I'm seeing or not? But every yeah, day, I've definitely seen a calming of, like, the psychic airwaves around this issue. Definitely. But I don't think that's, like, congruent with what's happening on the ground um, with the state of, like, the war. I think it's, like, probably amping up a little bit because anytime I see something, like, filter onto my, my phone or whatever about the war, it's always about um like finland joined the fucking nato or you know something like well, that. which is which is also a fucking bad thing right yeah majorly bad and like all the, like so that's that means like that's t- you know a ratcheting up of tensions and people are sending tanks or whatever whatever over there so yeah i imagine we have people over there in my mind like we've got people like cia type operatives or people in that kind of manner where they're like not wearing well, an american uniform this is i don't i don't know i i can't say 100 percent if these people are covert or not but as i understand it these are like american soldiers these are like american soldiers okay so like, and, like and, people in the army yes and okay. and and you know listen right like proxy wars all all of this kind of it, we we fight conflicts bounced off of mirrors mm-hmm. after World War II, right? That's just the, that's the way it's been, right? Like big powers, great powers on the global stage, don't get in like outright direct conflicts anymore, right? Um, 
there's like a lot of really big fucking reasons for that. Um, and so even though it's one of these things, right, the, the, the fucking the Solzhenitsyn thing of like, you know, we know they're lying. They know we know they're lying, blah, 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 blah. Right. Like we all know that the proxy shit is bullshit, but it still doesn't mean that like the symbolic value of it yeah. doesn't hold a humongous fucking weight. And the fact that they're actually fucking it's all just basically just to say like the fact that they're really authentically there is is so is horrifying to mm-hmm. me um yeah, i like, like the new rules of war like in the modern era is that you don't actually go and go face to face you like train up armies in other like shithole countries that can fight in that area against the armies that they trained up but you don't go face to face or you can pitch in with whoever they're fighting uh, against but you can't actually be over there 100 and 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 again like like there's there's there are there are like laws written international agreements right which is which is one thing obviously like the 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 bush years uh was were like a pretty big hit on like on the legitimacy of those in the public eye but the biggest thing obviously is what i was just talking about which is fucking nuclear arms dude nuclear fucking arms mm-hmm. and and just the fact and the fact that like uh, uh, uh in the global system right everyone is so inter- interconnected right and this interdependency and everything that you know you can't you kind of in theory aren't supposed to have you know people that are economically you know uh, grafted at the fucking hip uh you know fighting in, in hot conflict but yeah. but that doesn't you know that doesn't uh, stop them from from doing it um anyways uh, you know apparently this kid uh is had said i guess on the server that you know he had like really regretted joining the u.s military um which which really stuck out to me um because i don't know i've, I've just been thinking about this recently i'm actually i've been thinking about this recently because i saw a video the other day that sam hyde released where he was talking about like i think someone had like asked him you know about like being in the army and stuff and he had, he had just said some poignant stuff on it mm-hmm. and and in my own life i had known people that had like seriously kind of toyed with with uh, joining the military. Um, I think the military was kind of like the original Jordan Peterson for a lot of dudes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it's definitely and, adds structure and discipline and stuff, and people can see it as like a guiding force when they don't have any other kind of animating or, you know, force. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. I mean, it's it's just it's like it's like. Um, Dude, the army for a lot of people is them just like getting like a fucking Mr. Miyagi or something, basically, <laughs> yeah. right? Like it's 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 fucking it, the the people want people want the military to be their dad, mm-hmm. and and it's just it's like a really fucking horrible idea, obviously for so many fucking reasons, not yeah. least of which being that that's like it, 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 it's that's obviously a wrongheaded reason to mm-hmm. get involved in American imperialism, right? And it starts all heartbreaking too because like that it destroys people means that they don't have a good like upbringing they don't have a strong you know unit at home that's providing them with what they're looking for from the army or they maybe have financial reasons just pushing them into like that's the only thing they can see is i'm um, you know i don't have much money i don't really have a good strong family home i'd like to be able to go off get some sense of discipline straighten my life up make some money and be able to provide um and like the army comes into high schools and stuff and sells that to like you know wayward youth and whatnot and i've even seen armies that like fucking 
uh, music festivals and stuff, army booths, which is nuts to me Shit. because it's like, dude, imagine you're like spun out or something and or someone is like, you know, people get take substances and then they get out of their mind. And I've definitely seen people that are like, would probably be making decisions that they wouldn't otherwise. And like, imagine you just walk up and then you wake up the next morning and you're in the fucking army. That would be crazy. Um, that would be fucking crazy. That's fucked dude. and unethical, but that's what they do. And yeah, I mean, I think you're right about, I think people go into it cause they, they're young. They want something, some sense of discipline, some sense of direction. Mostly. I feel like most people are just kind of floundering around. Uh, and that gives you like, you know, a place to be a thing to do a full schedule, you have superiors, a built-in hierarchy that you fall into that you can move up in theoretically and this that, and the other. And also it's going to promise to make you fit, which a lot of people are having problems with these days. It's going to make you someone who can take control of things around you. And most people are pushovers and let people do whatever. Uh, and so these things are appealing to them. And yeah, I think it does ruin people psychologically though. Um one one hundred percent. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, I'm like having flashbacks to listening to like being, being like a, a ten year old Slav listening to BYOB by System of a Down. You're like, fuck yeah, dude. Fuck the fuck the army, dude. <laughs> um, no, but but ser- but seriously, I like I like I said, I've I've known people in my life that that kind of romanticize this and oh, in yeah. this way, and no I've, doubt. And I've no and I've known people who got out of the fucking, you know, armed forces and uh, out of the military and were fucked. Dude. Yeah, me were too, man. fucked, dude. At a job I worked, like at a bar, there was like this old, uh, there's this old Marine that would come in, right? Mm-hmm. And he was like a really chill guy. He had like some fucking weird fucked up speech impediment or something from like oh, the sure. hearing loss that he he uh, suffered. Um, And it was just the kind of thing. He's nice. But then just like, dude, you catch him on the off day and you'll fucking, you know, go to his table. He's fucking crying Mm. and will like call you a fucking bitch or something. Right. And it's just like, this is wild, dude. Like this guy is living in hell. Yeah, man. Um, I worked with a when I worked at this like community garden type situation, they had a program there with uh, veterans uh, where they would teach them, like train them in how to do farming, small scale farming and agriculture to give them some sort of like occupation that keeps them physically busy it also kind of like is something where you can be not really in the public and whatnot like too much but anyways yeah i worked with a couple of veterans that for sure had some serious psychological issues um one of which was someone who was stationed on a nuclear submarine um and so he would be underwater on a submarine for like long 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 periods of time um I mean, just pressure cooker, bro. Yeah, dude. I mean, just being in there without going through military training, that's already going to fuck you up in the head and without the like possible PTSD, like of, you know, guilt and such for being a part of like this giant war machine, like just even being down in a submarine that long would be fucked for your mental state. And then couple that with everything else. Um, So yeah, he, he definitely had some relationship issues just as far as like difficult, to you know maintain a good working relationship with people um would kind of snap every now and again with anger fits and you know just stuff like that just like wasn't stable in a in a way that he you know should have been at his age and in that state of life dude honestly man like this part this 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 kind of just reminds me of you know you're talking about like the guilt of being involved in all that fucking bullshit yeah 
And it makes me think of, you know, how, you know, Trump just has uh, military support, right? Mm -hmm. He just has the support of like veterans and, and people like that. I think that was a big anxiety that was filling this kind of fueling this kind of like changing of the guard oh definitely uh, no pun intended of, of the military when biden first came in mm-hmm. and you think about it right and it's just like think about that thing you said right just feeling shitty about this fucked up thing you're involved in and like and then this guy comes on stage at the fucking debate right mm-hmm. and it's like you know I- iraq and afghanistan were a fucking mess uh it was a big mistake they fucking lied you guys are phonies. And it's just like, dude, like imagine being a guy who, I mean, this shit ruined your life. This shit ruined yeah. your life. This shit ruined like you. Mm-hmm. Um, That's gotta be, I mean, again, I mean, that's kind of Trump in a nutshell, right? Is it's just Absolutely. like, it's just basically just running on the fumes of those, of those debates for, for the rest of his career. But like, but it still, you know, like hearing that, imagine hearing that after you like saw your buddy get blown up by a fucking mind. Right. From a place of authority or like someone who is in a place where they could, you know, theoretically ascend to a higher place of authority as well. Um, and they're saying that and you haven't heard someone say that in that situation before. You haven't heard someone who's like even tangentially involved with government actually admit that kind of thing. Like they'll admit now, oh, Iraq was a mistake. We shouldn't have done that. But they they won't. They were all voting for it when it happened, you know, and, you know, they weren't actually like really taking the time to sit around and think about it and put the pause on it like they should have they were all just kind of jumping down the throat of it um and so you hear someone actually say that and like yeah it's gotta be shocking and powerful i mean i wasn't a part of any type of veteran nothing but i heard it and i'm like yeah damn right bro <laughs> you know yeah 100 percent. i mean dude i think that's a thing with a lot i think most veterans that come back are probably disillusioned in that way um, I mean, at least most of the ones that I've ever encountered. Um, well, dude, dude, th- I mean, think about it like this, right? You either get disillusioned, you either get, you either get completely disillusioned on on the dream by going there and and basically being like a mall security guard yeah. for like for for like uh, a, a, a political uh, occupation mm-hmm. um, and and just and just the absolute fucking like bureaucratic doldrum of it all um, or you get disillusioned by like becoming physically and mentally and emotionally ruined yeah. by just trauma um, and so you know neither of which are particularly neither of which is like a healthy output for the state to be you know putting out there no uh, definitely not for the, for themselves at least i mean i'm you know couldn't happen to a nicer bunch right as far as as far as people getting disillusioned in the state but um but i mean like if it, you know that's a, that's not a that's not a healthy stabilizing uh thing not at all um and that and that that kind of gets me to you know another thing and this is actually something i really don't want to talk about for very long and i'm sure you probably agree maybe you don't but i just i don't think we have ended up talking about the um the trump arrest yet um had we talked about that i think we talked about it very 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 briefly we talked about it briefly before it ever actually happened like when it was still this like possible thing that trump was going to get arraigned and this and that the other um just a couple weeks ago yeah so i mean i i was wrong 
I said that I don't think it's he's going to get arrested and he did get arrested. Mm-hmm. Um, but the spirit, the spirit of what I was getting at remains true. I'm getting on a technicality here. Okay. Because, um, because it, it looks like, well, here it, it's, <clears throat> I mean, okay. I mean, how much, how much do you know about this? Um, I know a decent bit. Like I know I looked into it when I saw that, like they actually had pressed the charges against them and I wanted to see what they were. And then I saw that they were all these fucking like, basically just this new bullshit. That's like this one district attorney is reading it in this one type of way. And he's trying to essentially, uh, you know, try a new charges that haven't actually been used before. Um, and there's no real precedent for in the court of law. So like in my mind, it's not actually going to happen. Um, yeah. It's not going to actually get convicted. Um, and then also, yeah, it's all about the stormy fucking Daniels thing. And uh, who fucking cares? dude? Um, so yeah, I mean, that was, that was my thing on that. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, this, this DA comes in and he, I mean, look, I'm like, I'm not, I'm not going to be like super foaming at the mouth pro MAGA uh, about this or anything. I'm just going to kind of like call it how I see it, which is basically you get this guy coming in. He's apparently getting, he's, (laughs) he's trying to charge Trump on like a felony, right? And it's it's a felony on it's the quid pro quo stuff, right? With it paying paying this broad off, um, and then I think just kind of like some of the falsifying, uh, falsifying shit in court. Yeah, around business records. It. This is all this is all misdemeanors that like theoretically, with some legalese, fucking just weird technicality stuff, can basically be in theory turned into a felony. Yeah. Um. Uh, 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 this is stuff that had come across another DA's desk who was just like, no, that's a waste of time. Yeah, I saw that. Mm -hmm. And this kind of gets to my main thing, right? Which is, I think this is basically a big nothing, right? Um, But it's, it's basically already served its purpose, right? Which is reintroducing Trump into, um, the culture. Okay. Uh, we're getting to primary season. And again, like it is really, I mean, Oren the other day was talking about how like, it's, it's so far off, but like, it's not, I like, I, mean, I like, I like, I, what was that? I was saying we're basically gearing up into it right now. And I'm not seeing any type of like movement on the surfaces that seems like we are. So that's something that's strange to me. exactly this is kind of my take on it is like it really isn't that far right Mm -hmm. and um and it's fucking crazy it's crazy to me um how little of it that we're seeing and all that and this is in my mind this is the the biggest thing kicking off primary season which is they've got to let him back into their little their little spyglass view of of the world and, and culture and so what they're going to do is they're going to slowly reintroduce him uh, on terms that they're completely in control of. Right. And that are like in the generally and stuff like that or. Yes. yes. Okay. Um, and generally just unflattering and weakening to him every step of the way. Does that, does that make sense? Like this mm-hmm. is, this is the controlled reintroduction of him into the world. Yeah, I could see that. Um, I definitely feel like it's, 
them trying to just kind of like snuff them out, like not snuff them out in a way of like, um, Kill you know, killing them. Yeah. Or, you know, getting rid of them in that way, but snuffing them out just by saying like, Hey, you know, we're trying to basically like take any credibility has uh, left, which is in the eyes of them. I would think none because fucking if you're already on the media circuits, but like around him, um, right then I mean, I don't see what this really does for that. But uh, yeah, I think that you're probably kind of right there. I think that they're basically like just trying to quiet him down. And you're right. They do have to kind of let him back in because he's not on anything. Like you can't just let a man run for president and then not let him have any way of like getting (laughs) out in front of people. Um, So I could see them, you know, being like, all right, well, he's still alive. He's still here. Look at him. But he is this like, (laughs) <laughs> Look at him, goonish man. <laughs> right, right. I, I, it, it's um, it's it's controlling. It's controlling the symbolic Donald Trump and not the literal Donald Trump. It's, it, 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 this is this is what I'm saying. This is what I'm saying. Right. They knew. They knew that this wasn't going to work. Okay. It's not about actually legally getting him. It's not about actually incarcerating him. Like it's none of that is actually right. what any of this is about. Right. What it is about. What it is about is controlling uh, the optics and the media presence, right? And in that, because he needed to come back at some point, right? Um, and so he comes back on their terms. Um, you, you, you see what I mean? Mm-hmm. No, I could see that. Yeah. Yeah, I, um, um, I wonder if they're going to let him get on any type of social media again at all. Um, oh, what? You do, you're not following him on Truth Social? <laughs> yeah, Truth Social and Rumble and... <laughs> Fuck, bro, dude! I was actually on a rumble the uh, the other day for the first time ever because I found out. I'm not sure if you've heard about this before, um, but there's this thing. My friend came over. He showed me a video, and there's mm. this thing called DAP, and it's Dads Against Predators. Have you, have you ever okay. heard of this group? <laughs> okay, no. Okay, no, dude. I okay, holy shit. <laughs> um, so the re- the way we found out about it is that most recently, like a couple weekends ago, this comedian, Big Jay Okerson, um, okay. he went out and like was a part of one of their operations for the weekend and like live streamed it. Um, but essentially, this is this group of dads and they're based out of, there's some in Ohio, there's some in like North Carolina and there's some in Detroit and there's different chapters throughout the, the United States. Okay. And there are these dads that they go out there and they like, (laughs) they'll go on like random websites and apps that you talk to people on, uh, like to meet up for. Well, they like catfish pedophiles. Yeah. They'll, they catfish pedophiles with like a fake. They'll be like, I'm 13 years old. Is that cool with you? And they'll be like, yeah, that's cool with me. Meet me here. And then they go meet them there. And then they just like basically just sit them down and they're like, hey, guess what, dude? Uh, I was the person I was talking to you and then they'll just yell to everyone like usually it's a, a mall or like something like that and then they'll just get megaphones out or they'll yell and they'll be like this guy's <laughs> here he's a predator he's here to fuck a 13 year old he's here to meet up with a 13 year old and then basically we'll just kind of let put them on blast in front of everyone they'll run away a lot or they'll kind of like they'll do shit like that 
Um, they're just they're just to catch a predatoring. Them. They're basically to catch a predatoring predatoring these guys, but it's just some predatoring dudes. is a is a difficult verb. Yeah, no, no doubt, not, dude. I stumbled on that one, bro. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Honestly, honestly, as I was saying it, as I was saying it, I was like, let's let's see how I do. And, uh, I landed on my feet. Yeah, I did not. I fumbled that one, but uh, yeah, it's all good, man. Dude, the content though, it's it's crazy. So there's this group, DAP, and uh, that's what they do. And that was the first time I've ever been on a Rumble before. And the reason why is because that's the only thing that they're allowed on now. They uh, were on YouTube and they like were getting some good traction and stuff. But they've, you know, they got some chapters that are tied up in some assault charges and some possible murder charges. <laughs> <laughs> some possible murder charges? Bro, what? It's so based, yeah. <laughs> there's like, there's some people in like North Carolina that are, uh, wanted for for murdering this guy or shooting this guy attempted murder um and there were like three dads that were members of this dap organization and they're not on the run and this not the other i read an article though and it was like we're here with Dwayne Perkins fucking Wade or whatever the hell. Not Dwayne Wade, but Dwayne he's, Wade. He's not Dwayne Wade. Wade is, is wrapped up. <laughs> but no, but he was like, it's uh we're here with Dwayne Perkins fucking whatever. And then uh this guy was actually the the predator because uh, the, the other three are on the run still and this guy survived okay. like the shooting and he's like yeah i was here and they tricked me i was here to meet up with somebody and they left out of the article that it was a 13 year old um but that's why yeah he, and it says like the men had been harassing him blah 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 um that was the framing of the article which was just kind of crazy but yeah so rumble bro not a lot of people on there um <laughs> only a few thousand views on these videos <laughs> so <laughs> okay 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 one of the problem with these this is totally kind of a a a side note but one of these problems with other platforms Mm -hmm. is just that uh twitter works rarely because not every single person that's on twitter is there for politics Mm -hmm. right whereas like rumble and is rumble rumbles the youtube yeah rumbles like the youtube kind of version right okay okay uh, 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 what's the other? One? There's like Gab. It's like Twitter. Yeah, Gab. Um, I don't know if that exists anymore. I feel like it shut down. Or no, no, no. That might I be. I think parlor. you might be thinking of Parlor. Yeah, that's Parlor. Okay. Yeah. Um. Yeah. That. I mean. Yeah. Well, Parlor's a perfect. <laughs> Parlor's kind of a funny example because dude, Parlor was a honeypot. Yeah, Parlor right? was Har- fucked from the jump, dude. <laughs> yeah, par- Parlor's like Parlor's straight up a honeypot, but um, but um. No, man, like it's just it's just one of these things like uh, if, if you're if the if the if step one, if square one of your platform is getting disenfranchised political people onto your platform um, and these are and these are, keep in mind, like these are platforms that are that are trying to have broad appeal. Right. Right. You will and not I mean, have broad appeal when I mean, you start off with that. And I mean, general appeal, not appeal to women. And uh, <laughs> we got some broad yeah. appeal on this one. <laughs> we'll check like, the like these, it's literally, it's, it's literally the, um, it's literally the business model of, of, of like a, of a, of a platform like this, yeah. right? Like you need a lot of people on it or else it's not a platform. No doubt. Um, 
if it if it's if it's if it's if it's right out of the gate political, it's gonna be cringe and annoying. And Dude, suck. the Rumble homepage. <laughs> okay, I downloaded the Rumble on my Roku two. <laughs> um, I, so I was surprised that they had it in the Roku store. Who are you? <laughs> but I was surprised they had it on the Roku store, but they did. And dude, once it finally downloaded after about 15 fucking minutes, I'm looking at the home screen and it is nuts, dude. It's just like, okay, the very top, I just looked up on my phone now just to read off some of them. The very top uh, video. Now, this may be just my feed. I don't know. Um, I don't know what kind of algorithm or what they're working with. Who knows? I've never been on here though, so I don't know if they got me now or what. But the very top one is a Donald Trump Jr. video, and it says America First legal founder Stephen Miller on suing Biden in 2024 strategy triggered episode 25. <laughs> yep. And then like the next ones are just like uh, some like I don't even know what the hell Kimberly Goulfoil big breaking news about details and just like Biden's raid on Mar-a-Lago and stuff like this. It's just a bunch of fucking, it's a hundred percent pigeonholed into what it is. You know what I mean? Like there's no difference of content on here at all, even on the homepage. Um, what, no, 100%. Like the most, the most mainstream people that they have on there is like Candace Owens. Basically. Yeah. You know, um, it, th- this is, this is, I mean, this is, this is, um, I don't know if you're familiar with like who like Rod Dreher is, but he's like, um, he's kind of like a fucking, uh, he like writes for the New York Times and he's like kind of like a trad cath guy, but he like writes for the New York Times. Writes for the New York Times. Yeah. He's like, he's like a right wing Catholic guy, but again, he's like the token guy like that for the New York Times. So he's, he's a, he's a mess. He's a mess. I mean, his new thing is just like being afraid of, of, um you know, white supremacy and shit. Right. Oh, sure. But, um, and, and as far as I'm concerned, like those people like are the worst of the worst. Um, but I'm just not uh, sure it exists anymore like that, dude. Like I'm just not, I'm not sold on any of that shit. I was just like this past week, uh, there's some new trans shit that had happened. And so a bunch of people I know in my local area are like posting all this stuff about like, we're living in a white supremacist, male patriarchy, fucking blah, 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 anti, like, it's just long list of shit, and they throw white supremacists on there, even though it has nothing to do with trans people at all. It's just like, oh. that's just a new thing that they just throw around, and it's so fucking frustrating, bro, because it's oh, like... Oh, yeah, no, 100, white supremacy isn't real. What I is mean, like, that, bro? <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, no, that, it's not... I mean, uh, yeah, no. Well, this is the this is it's this is the whole linguistic game they play, right? Is you say white supremacy isn't real insofar as how they're using it, mm-hmm. right? Right. Uh, and, but then uh, if you get just, caught saying oh, white supremacy isn't real, then they can hit you with the quick gotcha moment of and then oh, they, and really? then they just You've go like oh you're or... yeah you're denying that there's never there's ever been people that burned crosses, <laughs> right, or, you right. know what I mean? It's it's just the Black Lives Matter trick, right? Yeah, dude. Where where mm-hmm. where it's just like it's just like um. Uh, name your name your organization that like kills puppies. Um, puppies are good, and then and then just say like and then just say like uh, puppies are good is bad, and then they say oh so you think puppies are bad? Yeah, and you're like yeah. no, yeah, I, the transitive it's, property. <laughs> it's the it's the dumbest fucking shit. But in 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 the most embarrassing thing is it works so fucking. It does, well. dude. Mm-hmm. Um. Anyways, his whole thing. I mean, I just shit on Rod Dreher, but like his whole thing was like the Benedict option, which is just basically like 
people, I think he was talking about Christians, but like the right in general, it's just like, he's just like, his whole thing was basically just like, you know, they got to just disconnect from the culture mm-hmm. and just, and just kind of do this total parallelism thing. Just build your own separate institutions and just disconnect. Similar right? to what Aaron was talking about. Yeah. And, 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 and it's, and it's true and, and it's, and it's good to a certain extent. Um, but I look at I look at shit like what you know what we're talking about here. And it's just like this shit is so fucking cringe, dude. Right? Like Gab, Gab is not what that shit is. Right? You know, um, you know, you know it when you see it. And like, like actual, actual, real, meaningful uh, cultural production is not happening on fucking Gab on the triggered podcast with <laughs> Donald Trump Jr. Yeah. Like, are you? Give me a fucking break. Yeah. Well, um, I think there's a problem of like everyone's trying, everyone's getting like so niche about everything. Like, then then they want to have their niche opinion be like the broad appeal, and then they get shocked when that's not what it is. And so like, when you have this idea of like, oh, let's make new institutions and stuff like this because these other ones are overrun and they're not serving anyone any good, you hear people that are, that hear that and they're like, oh hell yeah, let me go make this institution exactly to my niche opinions and views and this and that and the other and fill it with just that and it's like, well that's not a fucking institution, that's just a little corner, dude. Like, an institution needs to have the weight behind it. That's how it becomes institutionalized. Like, well, there's there's like a thousand different reasons for why. I mean, in my mind, we're talking about power, right? Mm -hmm. We're talking about, we're talking about the, the, in so many words, it's it's building institutions that can actually uh, build and wield power. Right. right? And like, and like, is it, is it a problem that like no one's heterodox in any of these institutions? Like, yeah, maybe. Right. There's like a thousand different reasons for why you could, you could build just like dead on arrival institutions. But like, but yeah, like, like, Honestly, I, I don't even want to necessarily like uh, try to put my finger on exactly the reason for why these things are duds because there's so many fucking reasons. But like, um, but but if I was to just give give one as my safest bet, it's the fact that these aren't institutions meant to 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 build and accrue power and exercise power. This is this is entertainment. This is an entertainment mm-hmm. uh, 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 industry thing. Yeah. Um, and it, and it really kind of is just as simple as that. I remember there was like a, like a Thomas seven, seven, seven post a couple of years ago that I saw that was just like, we need to just like get rid of the people who consume infotainment and like, and it's like a hyperbolic joke, but like, it's, it's like, it's true. Right. Because, because this whole, it's the Reddit brain thing, right. Mm. Of, of just being like, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna listen to all of these, podcasts is like radio lab npr podcasts that are going to cultivate this like annoying this like annoying uh uh lib expert brain thing right and 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 more than anything the 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 real danger of it to me is that uh you consume this shit you consume this shit and you think it's in the and it's tricking you that it's good for you yeah right it's like um it's like health food it's like it's like fucking TV dinners that market market themselves as healthy, right? It's like that's bad, right? Like at least McDonald's has no uh, has no illusions about it anymore. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, an infotainment in that way is like a real, in my mind, is a real threat, dude. Just it, because 
Oh, go ahead. It reminds me of kind of what y'all are talking about on the your rare candy episode um, when you were talking Shout about like, reading and the importance of reading, and then like how people are like online all day long reading like tweets and stuff on their phone, endless bullshit. But like that's not actually a reading. Like it's not actually a substitution for sitting down and reading and like reading comprehension and soaking stuff in. Um, yep. It's the same kind of thing. It's like you're not actually getting information, and you're not actually bettering yourself, and it's not actually entertaining. Like what the fuck is it? <laughs> Um, what good 100 percent, 100 percent, and it's just it's like you know what i mean like i like um you know my fiance has been watching this like really fucking cringe um like cw tv show um and she's been watching like the fucking reboot of charmed right so it's like one of these fucking like you know kind of low budget uh tv shows and it's like mm. about witches right it's mm, like a teenager mm-hmm. show I'm, I'm shitting on this too much because she'll probably hear this and get annoyed at me but like point is is she's watching this right and i'm like oh bleh, like girls <laughs> oh, you're being so embarrassing right but like but the fact is right is that like you you throw something like that on and you're like i know that this is stupid yeah right and like i'm not gonna say that that stuff's harmless because none of nothing is fucking harmless right, right? but like if it was, if it was, if it was, uh, if it was selling itself as like educational and bettering you as a person, it's way more insidious. Yeah, it's so much worse. And infotainment is like that, and um, and that's you know that's that I think that's that's a part of of the kind of the gab shit. I mean, that's a part of it's not obviously it's not just the right that that has this right that has this thing, but honestly, this feels like another, um, I'm never, I'm never, uh, going to, uh, now that like, I'm, I'm the one like in charge of, of kind of leading, uh, the, the episodes after like three fucking years of not doing this. Uh, I'm, I'm never going to, uh, smoothly do a segue and I'm always going to be annoyingly self-aware like I am right now, but this seems like a good segue <laughs> into, um, uh, ladies and gentlemen, uh, Lizzo was on the latest Star Wars. Thing. Bro, dude, I saw people talking about that, and that's fucking crazy. Um, I haven't seen it. I mean, I don't watch that shit or nothing. But like, this is this is this is DefCon Five, ladies and gentlemen. This is this is it's over. It's over for Western civilization. <laughs> Holy <laughs> fuck! Obviously, obviously, I'm being I'm being uh, I'm being sarcastic about this. Fucking right? John but- Favreau, dude, that little cunt. Don Favreau. So I have not, I have not watched Star Wars in 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 quite a long time. This is my whole, this is my whole angle on it, right? This is my whole angle on it. Okay, all right. I see things like this, right? And I see, I see the, I see the the empowerment narrative stuff, the, the pro, the pro regime stuff, and then I obviously see the kind of like controlled opposition, uh, anti woke industry stuff mm-hmm. right and i just see this stuff and you know what i say to myself that, that what i think right is that i am just so thankful that i um you know once you just wake up to how completely fucked our entire culture is you just see it and everything and you can't unsee it and it becomes pre- i'm not gonna say it becomes pretty easy because there are a lot of people that then just get hooked on the the counter propaganda right. industry mm-hmm. um but like 
I made the decision to just be like, yeah, I just like don't give a shit about this stuff anymore. Yeah. I like I'm never gonna watch another fucking Disney thing again because who gives a shit about yeah, that? Dude. <laughs> and and I see I see the spurging out about this stuff, and it makes me just so fucking glad that I have no part in this anymore. I'm like, I'm like, I'm like Dr. Manhattan in fucking Watchmen. I'm just like, I like the people of earth, you know, I like, I want, I want none of this anymore. You know what I mean? This doesn't concern me anymore. Um, and yeah, bro. So I guess, I guess the, yeah, that, that that was, I guess what, what I kind of wanted to talk about using the Lizzo thing as a, as a springboard is, is basically just like, I don't know where are you at with the culture? What's I mean, your dude. philosophy with it? I mean, we, we were just kind of talking about that kind of like parallelism, uh, disengaging and having your mm-hmm. own institutions. I'm I'm not an, an anarchist, definitely, importantly, um, but I guess I'm a little more anarchistic in this way, which is like as far as cultural production goes, at least right now, um, I like. I, I personally, the, 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 the beat that I'm marching to is that I'm just all about like making my own memories, making my own, uh, in jokes and values and mm-hmm. lore with my friends, you know, and <laughs> like, like dude, I'm talking referred to it as lore. That's I know. So I was just going to say, I was like, I just kind of stumbled into that, but I like it. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, what, what what are your what are your thoughts? I mean, when we just when we see shit like this, that's so fucking retarded. Oh my god! And yeah, it makes yeah. me nauseous. Um, I don't know. There, I have these people I, make me sick. These people, these people are sick, and and it, I try not to let it make me sick. That's the real thing. Um, because it's real easy. It's real easy, right, to be in the in the position that we're in, where you're disillusioned with the culture and you're looking at it and you're seeing yeah there's these two fucking stupid ass sides ultimately that it's all kind of boiling down to in politics and in culture and that's kind of like this big machine and they're trying to sell everyone on both of it and people are just eating it up and why are these people so foolish and why are they doing this all the time and why is the culture so retarded it's real easy to get into why do you do this why do you do this you eat the butt. <laughs> they eat the poopoo. <laughs> Why you eating this poopoo? You are transgender. Um, <laughs> but, um, no, <laughs> I I don't know. It's real easy to get into a place where you can be like, start thinking about yourself as higher than everyone else around you because you're like, you know, all these people are retarded because they're like they like to watch fucking charmed or they like to watch fucking, uh, i love you honey <laughs> <laughs> or it's like or they like to watch lizzo or like they've been going to lizzo concerts or they watched fucking john favreau's creations or you know they're caught up the in creations of john favreau <laughs> yeah nightmares that's what a, those are called. that sounds like that sounds like how um how like uh, Guillermo del Toro markets his movies <laughs> yeah. like from the from the mind of Guillermo del Toro a new creation I don't know why I made him French by the way yeah I like that though it's like from the mind of John Favreau new bullshit <laughs> some new bullshit from this fat fuck yeah dude but yeah I think I try to be real careful with that because I le- I'm trying to get to a place of disengaging from it but without trying to do it in the, like a cynical or way. snide way or in a, like a way that makes me more prideful in any way um 
trying to realize that I myself uh, get caught up in stupid things and fandoms and stuff that I enjoy that are outside of maybe the cult, the broader cultural thing, but trying to kind of ground it in that because, you know, I think that it can be real isolating to be in that position. Um, being yep. like, man, everything around me, like everyone's retarded and like, I have no one to, nothing to talk to about with these people or, you know, anything like that. And, that doesn't mean you need to go out there and like engage with the shitty culture so you can have you new, know, you know, talking points whenever you go into wherever fucking place you're meeting with people who are going to be talking about the newest cultural phenomena. Um, but I They're talking about that genocide on, on trans children. Oh my God. <laughs> but yeah, I just, I'm um, sorry. I'm baiting you. I'm sorry. It just, I, I just, I try not to get too caught up with it. Um, I think it's dumb. I definitely like, I see it and I get sickened by it. And then I try to immediately fight that feeling um, mm-hmm. and try to immediately be like, view it with, a, with grace um, because that's something that I don't really enjoy feeling. I don't like that. Um, Cause I feel that if I, it opens up the door more so to look down on the people around you and distance yourself from the people around you. And so it's frustrating. And then it doesn't mean that like, I don't critique culture because that's all that I fucking do basically on this podcast. And that's like what we do fundamentally. And like, there's a lot to critique there and there's a lot of problems with it. And our cultural output is disheartening. And, 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 and also like, like I think this was, this was kind of a timeless fed post uh, uh, thing, but it's, it's just like, ultimately, like I think we both do agree. Like the culture war, unfortunately is, in a lot of its fronts worth fighting still because like depending on how you want to define it because like the trans children stuff for instance mm-hmm. right i mean you need to oppose shit that's evil right right um that's you, you get you get what i'm saying right but yeah but, you, but, but continue when the i mean the culture out the common cultural output right now of like our current state of like american life or whatever whatever they like you know, PMC cultural product is that is now kind of forced on everyone's throat um, is anti-life. It fundamentally, it is dark. Um, It leads to depression. It leads to um, pretty much just all exaggerations and amplifications of, you know, human suffering. Um, And it's really frustrating in that way because it, you know, you look around and you see movies that are glorifying, you know, just kind of like these, you know, ego kind of things that people look for very materialistic, very, you know, shallow, um, very dark and also very like anti-life, anti-nature, anti-God, anti-community. Yeah, anti-natalist, like which is like that's that's really the big one. Well, I mean that that is just tied up in the whole thing. Like that is indicative of what the whole idea and package is. The culture is now kind of tied up and wrapped up in and trying to sell. But I think that it's important to push back against that. I think it's important to try to create your own thing, like you're talking about. Create your own lore with the people around you. Um, Be a you know a brighter light within the darkening culture i think that's important i mean i create art and music and you know i try to 
do that as much as I can. I try to support the other people around me that are creating things that are in the area of culture that I would like to see. Um, and in a way that is outside of the back and forth, the typical dichotomy, the typical, you know, kind of cultural tug of war that's always going on. It's a Disneyland ride. It's a Disneyland ride. It's a Disneyland ride, and you need to get out of the the pre-laid out tracks of it. Yeah. Um, and that that doesn't mean that doesn't mean, and I think that this was the the critical and lethal hazard of the anti woke left, right? That ended up basically, for the most part, killing it, right? Which is, um, with obviously some notable exceptions. I mean, yeah, which, which is which is, uh, you know, just because the culture war is fucking bullshit doesn't mean that like having basic moral principles is was was what was wrong with it right right um i think that like for me a view on like culture war and necessity of the culture war or whatever i think that the culture war is important in the sense that like culture permeates all of life on a very immediate level um it's what you're watching. It's what you're talking about with your coworkers or your friends. It's what you're listening to. It's what you're consuming in general. It's what all the people around you are consuming and listening to. It's very influential and not just really influential, but it's just, it's there. Like it, it's just a fact of life. Um, and it's kind of present in every aspect of your life as the, general overall superstructure and like that's where i think is a good way of understanding is like a cultural thing is more of a superstructure on top of a base that is material that kind of leads and builds that like you build the values of a culture with your material organization and structuring and how that's being run and you also and how power systems are playing out and i think that ultimately it creates culture and then the culture has a is caught in a feedback loop that's kind of dialectic with um, the material, financial conditions, economic, you know, conditions mm-hmm. of your culture. And I think that mm-hmm. that's like, that's where people don't like, that's not a take that you're hearing. Like, like that's the obvious nuanced take. And it's not even very nuanced. That's just like a nothing take of just common sense. But I think that the problem is everyone gets caught up in it. Like culture just doesn't matter or culture is everything. And it's, I mean, I, it's neither of those things. Culture is so important and so prevalent, but like you're not just going to be able to change the culture without also changing the structural underpinnings that are creating that culture. And you can't just like completely create a new culture and it be whatever you want to and know that you can do that through just setting, uh, you know, material change. Like you can't just set material changes in place and be like, this is what this culture is going to be that comes out of this. You don't really know because there's going to be a process that's evolutionary that kind of takes place out of that and dialectic and they feed back into each other. But you also can't just like go and be like, well, we want all the culture to be different in this way, but we're not going to change anything that's actually creating the culture. We're not going to change the material conditions of everyone's lives. Uh, We're just going to try to force this culture to be different. That doesn't work. And I think that's what the problem is with the culture war is that that's what people try to do with it. 100%. percent. I, I think, I think, I think within post-modernity uh, that, that kind of loop 
that mm-hmm. that cycle that loop between between base and superstructure like w- between our material conditions and our culture um it 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 doesn't necessarily have as clear a, a, an origin any anymore right. yeah. uh, as tighter. the kind of Exactly. As, as it not as clear as like the kind of orthodox Marxist reading mm-hmm. uh, has been. Right. Um, but uh, and, and so in that way, you know, like uh, the, 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 the culture is a front in which like, you know, uh, you know, interests of workers or just or just just it, 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 where class struggle can be, I guess, kind of fought. Right. Um, and I don't, I don't know that that most people would would disagree with that but but yeah i mean a, a, an important uh i guess a uh, little asterisk to to put on there um well, i mean 100 and i mean we we're we <laughs> in america we get like a triple heaping serving of culture war mm-hmm. um and are really pretty um i guess um what's the word i i want to uh use here uh, pretty illiterate on on most other things uh, right. politically um but and that's i think a big problem too and i think that's where like a lot of the people that are on the like more anti-woke left are like culture war doesn't matter i think it's like a reactionary response to the emphasis of culture within american politics because that's all that it, it is yeah. it, well and i i think i think also it's worth noting that I think that a big part of that is also um, most of them are winning the culture war too, or they're, they're on the side. That's like, they're not worried about the trans kids and that kind of thing. And this and that, the other, so like to them, well, the culture war is, and it's important too. Well, yeah. And I mean, it's a hell of a lot more comfortable to right. not rock that boat. Right. I mean, yeah. cause you just can't say that shit. Right. Yeah. Um, and and I think the big thing too is that I think for people that that genuinely don't care about that, right? I think that a big thing is just, um, bro. People need to go back and like acknowledge that like they were wrong about a lot of shit. Oh, and, of course. People and like, hate to do that though, because people that... hate to do that. And a big thing for me, and this is this is like kind of my go to thing that I'll say when I'm talking to people about this and it is 100% off putting and I, and I don't mean to say it to win hearts and minds uh, shame on me, I guess, but, but just the whole, like, dude, like coming up listening to fucking John Stewart on the daily show a ton as a kid and just getting all of those lessons mm-hmm. and all of that programming put into me, like it was rotten from that point. Yeah. You know, it, it goes back a ways. And like, this isn't, this isn't just like a, Oh man, like I just I'm just annoyed by the woke skulls. It's like no, like oh no. Like the woke skulls, the woke skulls are able to be effective political actors because like our view of the world is is like operating on like it's like inverse. I guess like the you know well the 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 hegemonic ideas and assumptions about the way the world is um that permeate our culture, mm-hmm. right? Like in a lot of ways, the the fucking absolutely deranged woke scolds are like are are operating on a more honest and straightforward reading of that. I mean, they're a hundred percent, yeah. And, and and I think that people that are just doing the thing by going like, I just want to turn back the clock to the nineties, right? Um, I mean, she was fucked, irreplaceable, like just beyond repair at that point too. It's just that like that was the time that just felt a little more comfortable. 
You know what I mean? I mean, the 90s was like the height of, I guess, like race relations in, in the United States. It like there's there were some positive things that I get about it. Yeah, right? The culture, I mean, dude. No, I, well, and this is like to your to your point, right? Which is just like the 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 cultural bug of of liberalism. You know, the rot goes back quite some yeah. ways, right? Um, that's my and thing yeah, with the that, culture that needs war. To be it's like it's in, it's in totality. That's the problem. The culture war is so prevalent within American politics, and it's so sectioned off. It's just like it, it's individual issue after individual issue and this after another and we're just going to try to change this one thing about trans people we're going to try to change this one thing about fucking race relations or this one thing about whatever we're well, going to change one thing about fucking all right <laughs> but it's all tied together and it's all one thing and it's not just one thing like the culture is just one thing by itself and it's separate from you know spiritual ideas or economic you know um machinations or anything like that um it's it's all it's all tied in so like there needs to be a deep evaluation of all aspects of human life and like that includes culture but it also includes you know material conditions it also includes power structures and things beyond that and you can't just address one thing and expect it to stay or work uh without actually seeing it in its whole holistic view and that's what i think like where people get frustrated with culture war and where like people are just hitting their heads against the wall with it too is because like that's what they're trying to do. Um, or well, I think that's I think that's also why I think that's also why just like just like explaining and maybe maybe this is a hard sell to some some people here in this because because I'm not exactly like the biggest like outreach guy. I'm like not a particularly good arguer. I like don't really believe in language's capacity to fucking save normies. Right. But but like. You know, if you talk to a normie and you just kind of like explain the case against the professional managerial class mm -hmm. and and like, man, like just understand, like, you know, we can see this here and here. And they're like, oh, man, like, you know, like, yeah, like I have seen these cultural trends. I do see brew pubs pop up all over the fucking place <laughs> for some reason. Right. I do. You know, what? what is with what is with this flat design of stuff? Right. And, right. and this is and as a side note, like this is this is like in my mind out of the Catholic playbook. Right. Which is aesthetics reach people because it's truth and beauty. Mm -hmm. Right. And 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 so, you know, when somebody sees somebody can be totally secular, but go to like a huge cathedral mm -hmm. and like and even if it doesn't stick with them forever like they're gonna see god oh, and yeah, like dude. know the truth in that yeah and like I mean, this bro, doesn't need to be a whole more meaningful uh experiences on my more recent spiritual journey is was like a couple years ago i went and sat in a big ass basilica um just like as a tourist kind of thing and i was in there and i was like i feel like i want to go to confession right now i don't even know why um and it's then, beautiful. Yeah, I mean, just so there's there's definitely something to that. But sorry, that was a side point. I didn't want to. Uh, oh no 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 no! It's good shit, man. Um, and the point is, right? Is just like, um, you know, you can you can you can pill people on the on the aesthetic stuff on yeah. on on a lot of the cultural stuff. Um, and uh, and I think that and that that wasn't my ultimately my point. My ultimately my point is that like is the case against the PMC mm -hmm. is a really strong one that actually like 
normies are, are reasonably open to. I mean, especially your everyday working class people, dude. Because, like, yeah. those are the people who are in a day-to-day basis fucking them. Like, that's their HR person that they're having to deal with. That's, like, the fucking you know, scheduling app bullshit they're having to deal with every day. That's like the fucked up like customer service app that's like not, you know, working anymore instead of actually having real processes because like we've let people kind of get into this weird efficiency mindset where you're like overproducing elites and then they're sitting around trying to figure out how we can best organize stuff. And then we have like, they're just organizing stuff in these backwards ways. And then there's people like, not enough people that actually do the other type of work. And so you just have well, and this just weird like, thing. And like, listen, dude, like, like uh, all the hand wringing about like going back to uh, in-person work yeah. is like a huge thing, dude. It's a huge thing. And like, and like I now work remotely, I work from home and, and I, I fucking love it, dude. I love it so fucking much, dude. Like, so I, I get it. You know what I mean? I get the hand wringing if you know i like don't want to have to go back to a fucking workplace that shit sucks dick right? right um but like the vast majority of people don't fucking don't fucking relate with that shit dude um and uh and like and and, and like honestly man like i barely even fucking relate with that shit mm-hmm. uh, in my position um and i think people see that and and they understand especially especially because that sentiment is so catered to in our culture yeah and and i think people see the dissonance there where they where they they look at it and they and they just say like you know like this 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 um this does not reflect my experience with work at all why am i seeing this so so propped up as just like this normal the most normal thing in the world right that's like a fundamentally different world than i live in yeah um you know what i mean yeah no i think um i think that like the pmc type of culture like when i think of pmc i'm thinking of like hipsters in a Mm -hmm. way and like i think fundamentally most people regular people don't like hipsters or like what they consider hipsters so i think that like on that because we don't even we don't even say that like hipster isn't even in the modern lexicon right i know and like i feel crazy even saying it but like i have no other word for it like i'm picturing the type of dude that's going to these brew pubs and it's got a handlebar mustache and wears flannels around and shit bro like these are the kind of people i'm thinking of um right and you're not and you're not like you're not wrong right right? i like to be honest i more think uh i more think of just like a like annoying or a broad uh, getting the green juice with the clip exactly like like like, i think like broads right but like but it's not it's like it's not both are true Mm -hmm. right and i think that most regular people have a distrust of that individual from like off rip or they just have a disdain for them, whatever way. It's like something that's programmed in within us. And so I think that like talking about the PMC as, an, as like an onboarding ramp is a great way to get through to those people because like, yeah, fuck those people, bro, for sure. No doubt. One, one, like, I don't think that they're the problem. I think that they're like an appendage of the problem and they're like an appendage that has a sword and it's just fucking chopping everything up to bits. But I think that still, I think that, you know, fundamentally like getting pigeonholed into PMC critique is not exactly where I think the most useful um, frame of reference for like a long-term or it's, it's not, it's not the, it's, it, it is a, it is a, it is a symptom, right? Yeah. That's the, you're, 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 you're correct. You're definitely correct there. 
it is a fucking big symptom mm-hmm. though. Like it's it's like it's kind it's kind of getting people pilled on the idea that it's like kind of the defining symptom of our, of our era definitely is like is like a really big thing yeah mm-hmm. um and so and it's easy to see it in that that's the big thing is that things need to be easy to easy to see in this way you know you mm-hmm. you need it you need it like when you're telling people challenging fucking ideas that are going to kind of like you know catch them off guard a little bit you need to at least have a little bit of like observable truth in the shit you're saying. Um, and when you don't, and like, I definitely have experienced conversations with people where they're just like, I literally don't even know what the fuck you're talking about. Mm-hmm. And I'm doing a horrible job of communicating it. Like, I'm just, I'm not a particularly good communicator. Um, it, it's like, fuck dude. It's, it's such a frustrating feeling. Um, but, um, but I think, yeah, I think that this is one, you, you got it. You got a value, and you can find those those uh, those concepts that are definitely there's gold like that. And um, and this just feels like such a good. Well, okay, all right. Here, 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 here. I'm gonna be I'm gonna be even worse about this. Which topic? I'm gonna give you a choice of topics Ooh. you want to talk about next. All right, how about that? Okay, I'm gonna do pick a card, any card right here. Except you know what card it is, so that's not a very good comparison. But uh, you're gonna give me okay, a we, few. Yeah, I'm giving you a selection here. Okay. Um, okay. We talk about taking better care of ourselves. Mm-hmm. Talking about uh, the latest installment of What's the Deal with This Broad. Uh, we do uh, talk about door-to-door salesmen. Or we talk about the, the Washington State Trans Bill that just passed. And that concludes part one of this week's episode of These People Are Sick. If you enjoyed part one and would like to listen to part two, you can find that on patreon.com at patreon.com slash these people are sick. Once again, that is patreon.com slash these people are sick. And we'd love to see you over there as we've got additional exclusive content as well as direct lines of communication with Slav and myself. So come on over and say hey.